Good evening, everyone, and welcome to High Spirits. I'm Jay Segman. With me, as always, is my best pal, Noel Schmidt. Right, we host a call. We host a show. Whoa, called High Spirits, in which <laughs> we drink alcohol and we talk about booze and ghosts and ghosts. <laughs> I'm a little in the bag, y'all. Is what I'm trying to say. We're um, talking booze tonight. That's right. Listen, we're doing an episode late. I already recorded, and I'm in the bag. Well, I meant we're talking booze tonight. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, without further ado, we'll let you know what's getting us crunk. Uh, I'm drinking Coors Light from the beautiful mountains of Coors. Uh, Smells like ghosts. (laughs) Uh, Pandemic's getting the best of us, y'all. And I said, y'all. I'm drinking Boda Box. It's wine in a box. It sure is. Well, on these episode lits, uh, Noelle and I decided to ask each other uh, three questions. Yeah. So... Noelle is going to ask me three questions. Yes. Are you ready? I hope they're about ghosts. Oh. Oh, shit. I'm not ready to get that in. I thought we were talking about booze. Oh. Um. (laughs) I love that the intro, I just failed it, and we didn't even go back. Why would we? Right? I mean, like, we really could have made the choice 20 seconds in. Never. We're redoing it. I'm fully committed to everything we're doing. Jay. Yeah. What is your favorite... The ghost story. Oh, my God. Or a ghost. Oh, God. <sighs> my favorite ghost story. Um, you know, just off the top of my head, and here's a weird thing. Like, I don't know it very well, but it really sticks in my imagination. I love the ribbon girl. Oh, yeah. yeah I love that story. I love, uh, is she Japanese? Yes. I love this tale. I think you told me about it on the show. We we talked about it. We did like a, a trio of Japanese stories. Yeah. Yeah. There's something so beautiful about it. Mm-hmm. Just, so this this girl has a red ribbon tied around her throat. And uh, if she comes to you, tell me again. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so... If she comes to you... You have to tell her she's pretty. You have to tell her she's pretty. And then she will leave you alone. Yeah. If you don't, she like, you die. But the ribbon is also holding her head up. Yeah. I mean, it's doing something. And uh, I want to get this right. Yeah. Because um, it's actually... It's a really it's cool It's really story. cool. And I apologize. Because um, since we're off the cuff... I should. I, I could choose something. I'm gonna choose. Something. No, I want. I want to talk about it because okay. it's such a good story. Um, Miku is her name, and um, hold on. When you told it to me, I had never heard it before, and yeah. I. It's one of those things. It's why I like ghost stories. Like I, it has never left me, and I think that to me is the resonance of ghosts. Like so many of them, you hear and you're like, ah, oh, wah wah wah, and then the red ribbon girl. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and the because what great sorrow and what what violence. Go ahead. Well, the the artwork that has come yes, from it yeah. too is just absolutely beautiful, um, and it's become like yeah, it's such a popular thing in, in Japanese culture. And the other thing with the ribbon girl is that she's very Miku. I brought up Miku. Miku is a big deal in anime. Um, the Ribbon Girl is really popular in anime. A lot of actually Japanese um, horror myths are popular in anime. But I'm gonna I'm gonna find okay. the story. I'm well, sorry, but because I, I want to get it right. That's okay. I didn't mean to put you on the spot. I'm, I'm no. gonna answer with something I've 
have a little bit more knowledge by then. Just real okay. fast. Uh, all the ghosts of the Eastland are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, the Eastland is um, the Eastland disaster that happened right here in Chicago. Uh, it was a boat that capsized. And um, <clears throat> there was so much death in such a short amount of time. Um, and it was a very blue-collar type mm-hmm. of situation. So blue-collar that um, uh, Carl Sandburg wrote poetry about the underclasses and the, and the poor yeah. just dying in our Chicago river because there were no like appropriate custodians of their health and well being. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is there were morgues, there were entire families decimated. Uh, the Eastern disaster was the greatest maritime disaster uh, in the United States, I believe before the Titanic. And so in Chicago, you had five haunted, at least five, uh, yeah. haunted locations uh, that specifically had to do with that tragedy. So you had mm-hmm. uh, uh, Harpo Studios, allegedly Excalibur, but that was that was taken away from us. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> then you had the flotilla under like Dearborn and Wacker, mm-hmm. uh, Marsha Fields, and there's one big one that I'm forgetting. But anyway, um, the red the red ribbon girl is my newest, uh, but I, I kind of threw us all for a loop <laughs> by saying something I didn't know very well. So I'll just say. The ghosts of Eastland say a lot. Yeah, and I'm going to um, put something out about the ribbon girl because uh, I'm, I'm looking at my phone and I want to get it right. I'll, I'll post something about it because there's another ribbon girl story that is different. Uh, where um, if – and so it, because the, the Japanese story is, is different than the other one um, where it's more about beauty – Okay. Where um, she was so, it was something about her vanity and uh, she needed people to tell her she was beautiful, but I want to get it right. The other ribbon story is basically like this girl refuses to take the ribbon off. And when she does, it's because she's, her her head has been severed from her body. Ah. And so that's, what's keeping her. I might have conflated about her. So I want to make sure I'm getting it right. Sorry. It's been a long time. Um, Weed is legal in Illinois now, so my brain is fuzzy. Um, <laughs> well, ask me, my, ask me my next question. I'm sorry. I just want to get it. I want to make sure. I should, I, honestly, you asked me a very nice question. And I should have just <laughs> no, but Usually, I, think, I should have gone with my wheelhouse. Instead, I was like, no one once told me this really cool no, story. No, uh, it's, it's been a long five months, y'all. Um, I say y'all now. Uh, I, I'm a little fuzzy. And I, as soon as you said it, I was like, yes. And then I am getting it wrong. So I will post... Well, the actual that to story say is that you influenced me with your Lauren. Mm-hmm. You can also go back. I'm telling you, I'll post the story. You can also go back to our episode where we talk about uh, Japanese myths and, mm-hmm. and ghosts. I think it's called a trio of Japanese ghosts. Um, check that out. Uh, my next question for you, Jay, is uh, because we both talked about how don't stick around and haunt somebody. Just get out of here. Like, get over it. Mm-hmm. But if you were forced to haunt somebody oh, or something, okay. what would you... Like, If it doesn't have to be a person. It can be a realm. Yeah. Oh, you know, I really... Okay. So I wouldn't want to do that. Um, <laughs> but I think... Who you mad at is what I'm asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think... I have such an issue with um, demonology that I, I really just do because I, I 
I, I, I think it. it's not ghost lore. I think it's talking about society's ills in a way that um, is precisely Christian, and I don't care for it. Anywho, um, I think I would fuck around with those people. Okay. I, I like think that. that I, they deserve um, a little... If they're going to talk about how it happens all the time, <laughs> they're going to talk about how this ludicrous stuff that makes them persecute people who are living is happening. I'm just going to kind of like make it hard for them to sleep. And if they want to smell cat urine, I'm going to make them smell cat urine. <laughs> if they want to have like, pen, like pentagrams that freak them out, mowed into their lawns, yeah. I'm going to do it for them. Because okay. I think what they do is so unfair. Right. They persecute living people by pretending that, that yeah. something terrible is happening. So um, I'm going to make it so unbearable. I'm going to rain down clouds. We're clouds. talking about the people who are like exercising. Satanic panic type yeah. of yeah. yeah. Who, who like if they have a gay son, they take him to church and they try to exercise it. Like, right. I feel like that's so hideous that, um, yeah, I, again, you know, it goes against my uh, thoughts and beliefs as a ghost person. But yeah, if, if I were, if I, if I were to come back and, bother people it'd be those folks i'm into it yeah i'm into it i get it uh also, yes. i just realized now i said uh christian I, I and i don't mean that for like mainstream people we're talking I actually like, and I, I and i have i grew up catholic and episcopalian so i also want you to know that's just a mistake of linguistics i mean hyper religious people who use religion in a way that it's not intended to be used as some sort of like tool to uphold like human moral uh codices so i hope you don't think i mean people who just like celebrate christmas that's not what i'm talking about at all no because i love christmas and that's not (laughs) that's not what i mean i mean people who literally are like here are six teens that need to be exercised listen jay gets her celine dion christmas oh my god on Vanessa Williams Christmas. Vanessa Williams. I'm so oh, sorry. No, no. Oh, oh both. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why, why choose? <laughs> She's got a whole routine. Onski, Onski. And Luther Vandross Christmas. My God. Jewel Christmas. Nope. That's where you lose Really? Me. My hands are... Wait. My hands... Are... She sings that for Christmas? Yeah. My hands are Yeah, it's the Christmas version. It's hands... Uh, in parentheses, Christmas version. <laughs> No, I do love Joel. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, and High Spirits always, High Spirits Chicago, we're big fans of uh, medicine. And so yeah. if you see your friend or loved one or family member, I guess loved one encompasses all of that. Yeah. Uh, thriving it off the ground and convulsing, maybe take them to an immediate Please. care first or an ER. Please, for the love of God. Uh, let's get them checked out before you just assume that the demon is inside of them. Yeah, you and I were having a conversation very casually the other day walking across the street about uh, Christian scientists. Yes. <laughs> that was just casual conversations. It was so casual. Oh, Mary Baker Eddy. You're like, which one is she? Seventh-day Adventist or Christian, oh, Christian scientist? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I hope she's well without her medicine. I kid. She's dead. She's dead. Yeah, she she's didn't, fine. She didn't trust it. Um, I don't know how she died. She probably lived a long life. She probably did. Um, yeah, but seriously, uh, please go see a doctor first. My next question for oh, you, yeah. Jay, we're going to go right into number three. Yeah. So you, my friend, have been on every ghost tour. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. 
Um, I would love to know what your favorite one was and why. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. Okay. And and we're expecting to get a little bit of kickback from this place as well. Yeah. Well, let me. I'm gonna answer. Can, I'm gonna answer in a couple of ways. Uh, the first real answer is the Edinburgh Ghost Tour. Oh, nice. I don't know which one. It doesn't really matter because to me, it doesn't really matter like who's running it. It's sort of Edinburgh is one of the most haunted places. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to be there this summer, but yeah. you know, pandemic. I mean, if you go and you're ghosty at all, or you're like empathic at all, you will feel it. You just, you just kind of like, it feels, it's got a feeling. Yeah. Of course, Edinburgh, we love you. Not the whole town, but like, if you're, if you're going to some of those hot spots, I mean, just like going back to that resonant energy type of thing. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like so many, we talked about Edinburgh, so many ugly things happened there. Yeah. So like, you just feel that energy just from all the bad stuff. I will say though, same like same with Chicago. Yeah. So many times people uh, who don't know, which is great, but you don't have to know things, um, will say, "Oh, I went to this place," and and I'm like, "Oh, well, that is," and I'll be like, "Did you know that you were standing in a graveyard?" And they're like, "No." I'm like, "Well, you did. Your body knew. Um, it's not that anymore." Or you know, yeah. Uh, it's so interesting. So we're like, "Oh yeah, I felt really weird when I was at." Um, trying to think of the Chicago spot. Don't worry about it, but like the Chicago intersection. I'm like, oh, like, like, like you're standing on the corner yeah, of Lincoln Park West in Wisconsin. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, which is right, like at where the Lincoln Park Zoo basically is. Mm-hmm. Like that's a good hot so, spot. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's like a bunch of things like that where uh, you don't know, but your body knows. You kind of know. You yeah. know a little bit to feel like, I don't know. Uh, so Edinburgh, I think has... Not just the, not just the good stories, but a little bit of that good stand on your hair. If you're there, if you're there, you experience something. Yeah. And it, 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 those moments are kind of helpful. Like if you're interested in ghosts, like mm-hmm. that your, your body sort of, you get goosebumps and it tells you to believe it or not believe it. Um, oh, I had one other one and I can't remember. Anyway. Is it St. Louis number two? Oh my God! No, but I love St. Louis Cemetery <laughs> Number Two. Um, Marie Laveau is um, just such a cool person. I love everything about her story. I love everything about New Orleans. I mean, New Orleans is the best. I think maybe that's it. Yeah, New Orleans yeah. is just the best, most haunted town. Also, we should say uh, anybody who's listening in Louisiana right now, we hope you're safe and yeah. uh, protected from Hurricane Laura. Yeah. And that you've uh, gotten out of there. Hearts go out. Yeah, yeah hearts go out for sure. For sure. Uh, but yeah, like New Orleans just is such a cool... I mean, like it, the confluence too. I think this is it with, with Edinburgh and Chicago. The confluence of major historic moments that yeah. happen. Uh, <clears throat> major migrations of people. Major uh, technological advances and, mm-hmm. and sort of metropolises that end up uh, where there had been nothing but village makes a city incredibly interesting. That's yeah. the story of new Orleans. It's the story of Chicago. It's the story of uh, Edinburgh. It's just mm-hmm. like from when there was nothing, there's now more. And of course people are going to come to that with heartache. And then so many city people, when one deals with migration, uh, so many people who move to a city oftentimes have no other choice. And so you do find a lot of, 
yeah. interesting stories. I mean, Dickens, London's also a great ghost town, but Dickens, Charles Dickens did a great job with this. So mm-hmm. like, what if you were an orphan? How do you see London? Yeah. In a really fucked up way, the answer is. If you're like a young woman that uh, gets caught up in uh, petty crime, how do you see London? Uh, if you get caught up in prostitution, how do you see New Orleans? If you yeah. get caught up in, uh, if you get caught up in, in in this current, like, what is your story? Mm-hmm. I think another side of that is just to kind of like flip it on its side is when you grow up in it or you like, this is all you've known. Do you really feel it? Hmm. Do you notice it? Cause I think like you, you mentioned something earlier that really stuck out where you were like, you might not know, but your body feels it. And there have been plenty of places where I've gone to where I'm like, this doesn't feel good. Yeah. Like Charleston, South Carolina definitely stands out for me where, you know, now um, where they held the slave, uh, the slave mm-hmm. trade or the, um, the auctions, uh, those spaces now are basically like um, a flea market. Like you walk through and people are selling their goods and outside of each section um, are these women who are weaving baskets. Uh, those baskets are fucking expensive. <laughs> um, they're beautiful, but like they're, they're adding kind of like that historical value because there are these black women sitting outside weaving these beautiful baskets and um, then you go inside and you can buy your candles and your earrings and, you know, all your artwork and all that shit. But it doesn't feel good in there. Sure. And you. It's like, like the Target and Cabrini Green Chicago. Yeah. It's not going to feel good for it a long time. It doesn't feel. Well, Candyman's still hanging yeah. out. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for the new. I, I know that good makes, but I'm so excited for that. Yeah. Reading. Go to any big city. Stand in the middle of one of their targets. Yeah. If you're standing in the middle of one of the targets. And you feel weird. It's probably because it was built where it definitely right. should not have been built. But I'm, but I, I like the, I don't like it. But I'm curious about like those people who grew up there. Yeah. Do they always feel bad? Uh, do they not know that no, it feels I mean, bad? Like what? It, like what is that like? Because I think that's interesting. I think it's like people with allergies. Yeah. Every once in a while you sneeze. Yeah. I don't okay. think you feel it all the time. Yeah. But I think you feel it when you feel it. Hmm. Um. The body does a good job of filtering. Same with the mind, right? Like right. you can't. Uh, we do know some people who feel like they grew up in haunted houses. Uh, you can't feel I it. I see you winking at me. You can't, <laughs> no, but you can't feel it all the time. Right, right. Otherwise, right. it's too intense. Yeah. You would go crazy. So you feel it when you feel it. And I think that that's, I think that that's the thing. Well, and it goes back to resonant energy again, too, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, it was a bad situation. or It might not even be a bad situation. Mm-hmm. It could have been something that was like overwhelmingly positive that left that imprint because the energy was that strong uh but you know that's why like charleston is a good example because mm-hmm. bad shit was happening there and it's not that somebody died in that room it's that bad things are happening and it's left such a strong moment for you to not forget it yeah before we sign off i'm gonna go even further because you just said we cannot forget it I think highs are highs and lows are low and i think that's what we get like yeah we're gonna get stories of uh as we've spoken about ghost stories are highly repetitious so you get the whole like it was a huge party it was the party of the year it was new year's it was prom it was halloween and like everyone's having an amazing time and then something hideous happens or 
uh, on the other side of things. There's just like a resounding sadness that people are supposed to understand. It was a hospital. It was a school. It was uh, an insane asylum. So, so we have a tendency to, just as humans, to think about like our relationship with ghosts and the supernatural in terms of like our emotional threshold of high or low. I'm almost thinking like the thermometer of that was we don't, when things are neutral, we just, we don't really experience it. Yeah. Well, and I think the examples you gave are perfect. School, hospital, hotels. Yeah. Insane asylum. Um, You know, old houses. Like it's, it, like we've joked before, like we would never buy. Like when I was looking at Lizzie Borden's house, like I was like, "There's not a chance I make would it buy new, it. please, and not on a Native American building." That program. wallpaper, yeah. but it's it, like those are the places where it's there. There are so many things that have happened over time, and there's always going to be something that was really negative that happened that is going to leave that imprint. Mm-hmm. Especially in a hospital, especially yeah. in a mental institution. Yeah, well, and I, I I do believe a lot of that resonant energy is just the emotional yeah. resonance. It feels like something, right? It feels like terror. It feels like beauty. It feels like excitement. It feels like sadness. It's almost like it. This I don't know if I'm going to say this as eloquently as it is in my head. But it's almost like it's that person's, like, gift in a way. Like, mm-hmm. they're, like, getting that out and re- where it's, like, don't, like, we said, don't forget. Remember. Mm-hmm. And they it, need you to experience what they're feeling. Yeah. To me, actually, what you just said reminds me of a lot of the the battlefield ghosts. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Gettysburg ghosts, the Manassas ghosts, the, the... I mean, my God, we have such a, a story lore of our Civil War ghosts yeah. and our revolutionary ghosts. Um, so th- there is a lot of there. There's a sense of like, let this let this live on. Mm-hmm. It's so you said Manassas, which is where my husband grew up. Mm-hmm. And when you first met him, you brought it up. Yeah. And he kind of like shrugged his shoulders and yeah. was like, no big deal. Yeah, there was a battle there, but he was like, eh, ghosts, whatever. And that kind of goes into that. Does he, like, is it because he just grew up with it? Yeah. We and actually called the battle by two different names. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? No, no, I don't. Uh, I don't remember what I called it. Uh, I called it by the northern name and he called it by the southern name, which is really funny. And then, <laughs> like, that's, it's the truth, though. Yeah. And I think a lot of times as Americans, we only get that when we talk about this, when we talk about the Civil War. Well. Because we don't get that, like, when we talk about, like, some of the European wars or some of the, yeah. some of the bigger wars. But, like, it is very clear that somebody from that part of Virginia would have a different name of a battle than someone from mm-hmm. Illinois, which is wild. And it tells us so much more about history than it does about. John Oliver did a good job of talking about that recently oh, about really? like um uh i think i think the episode came out in just for the sake of time or time period i think it was late july early august um talking about kind of how we write rewrite history and like we re, like especially in the south how like mm. their history books uh are rewritten for the civil war in much much a different way than probably what you and I experienced in the North. But I think uh, we did experience some of that as well, where like they talk about slavery in a much kinder way. 
Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and so and that's kind of similar to like these battles as well. Um, they probably shared these stories with their families where like the battle maybe sounded more like it was in their favor, even with like the name of yeah, it. Yeah, sure. I mean, name is a really important thing. Yeah. And like uh again, I mean this this is a great American tradition. I in Native American culture there's like the massacre of 100 families and right for some reason like the americans might call it um you know an evening in san diego yeah i mean you see that you see that in movie titles too yeah um so it's it's still happening <laughs> well no well, thank you so much for that question i'm sorry that i droned on and on and on about no it. i loved your answer uh well we thank you so much for joining our episode lit of where we ask each other three questions We'll get you some more about the uh, girl with the red ribbon. Um, yes. Sorry, I boned that up really good. No, no it was me. I, I literally was like, "How dare you bring up something that I'm not <laughs> fully educated something that on?" You told me about something I read from my notes about. <laughs> well, everybody, um, I'm Jay Segman, and with me, as always, is Noel Schmidt. You've been listening to a show called High Spirits, which we're sponsored by Coors Light and Boda Box. Mm-hmm. And Noel has one last disgusting thing to say to you, sweet dreams. <laughs>